Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Let us continue our journey through the Quran. The next surah is Surah Al Fajr, the dawn. Verse number one onwards. By the dawn, and by ten nights, and by the even number, and the odd, and by the night when it passes. Is there not in all that an oath sufficient for one of perception? So the basic theme of this surah is for us to all affirm the rewards and punishments in the hereafter through swearing oaths by the dawn, the ten nights, the even and the odd, and the departing of the night. And the disbelievers are reminded the things around them are symbols of regularity in all that exists throughout the day and the night. And by swearing oaths by these things, a question has been asked. Even after witnessing everything that occurs around the solar system, the universe, the galaxies, etc., that is established by Allah, do you still need other evidence to show you of the existence of Allah and the fact that He controls everything? And the fact that there is going to be an established hereafter? And then man is reminded of the past nations who disbelieved. The people of Ad, the people of Thamud, Pharaoh. And then verse number 12 continues. And increased therein the corruption. So your Lord poured upon them a scourge of punishment. Indeed, your Lord is in observation. Allah is watching everything and knows what is going on in the lands. So we must pause and reflect and understand that the universe isn't just running by chance. It is in clear order. And just as the day turns into night and the night turns into day, all these things are happening in perfect order. And this order is controlled by Allah. And we must submit to him alone and we must worship him. Let us move on to verse number 15 where it mentions when Allah is generous to a person and favours him, this person will say, my Lord has honoured me. But when Allah tries him and restricts his provision, he says, my Lord has humiliated me. This is not the correct mindset to have. So we are told we must honour the orphan. We must feed the poor and encourage each other to do this and not just consume our inheritance, devouring it for ourselves. And this love that we have for this wealth, this immense love. And then we are reminded from verse number 21 onwards, when the earth has been levelled and pounded and crushed, and brought within our view that day, which is the day of judgment, hell will be brought forth. And then man will remember, but what good will it be to him with this remembrance? He will say, oh, I wish I had sent ahead some good for my life, but by then it is too late. They will be in utter regret. So on that day, None will punish as severely as his punishment. But to the righteous people, 
they will be told, O reassured soul, this is verse number 27, return to your Lord, well pleased and pleasing to him, and enter among my righteous servants. And to conclude this surah, and enter my paradise, which is verse number 30. The next chapter is Surah Al-Balad, the city. Verse number 1. I swear by this city, Makkah, and you, O Muhammad, وسلم, are free of restriction in this city, and by the father that which was born of him. We have certainly created man into hardship. Does he think that never will anyone overcome him? He says, I have spent wealth in abundance. Have we not made for him two eyes? So this surah was revealed in the period when the disbelievers of Makkah started to oppose Prophet Muhammad and they were committing tyranny against him. Allah has given us two eyes, one tongue. He has given his lips to control our tongue. And we have been shown two ways. So when we are given difficulties or hardships, there are certain things we are able to do, i.e. freeing of a slave or feeding on a day of severe hunger and also looking after the orphan or a needy person in misery. And then verse number 17 onwards, and then being among those who believed and advised one another to patience and advised one another to compassion. So we are here to remind each other of these things. Those are the companions of the right. And the last two verses of this surah, But they who disbelieved in our signs, those who are the companions of the left, may Allah not make us of these people. Amin. And the last verse, Over them will be fire closed in. So what is your position in this world? Are you looking to go towards good or evil? You have two choices that you have been presented with. And Allah has also provided you the means to judge and see and follow whichever path should you take. Now it rests upon you as man to follow the true path and use your own efforts and your own judgment based on that. So you are not superior in this world. It is Allah who is superior. So do not have this misunderstanding and know that you will be made to account for everything that you do in this world. And that is the end of this surah. The next surah, which is chapter 91, is Surah Ash-Shams, the sun. Verse number one. By the sun and its brightness, and by the moon when it follows it, and by the day when it displays it, and by the night when it covers it, and by the sky and he who constructed it, and by the earth and he who spread it, and by the soul and he who proportioned it, Success is by keeping the soul pure and not allowing it to deem towards failure and corruption. We are reminded of the people of Thamud who were punished by being leveled to the ground for that very reason. And just as the sun and the moon, the day and the night, the earth and the sky, all these different things that are occurring around us are something that we must reflect on. So we have been given a mind and soul, a body, and we have not just been left to our own accord. Allah has given us a sense and a mind that we must use. And he has also instilled in us conscience and know the distinction between what is evil and good. 
right and wrong. So it is very crucial for your future that you understand and recognize these differences. The good and the evil will always be around, but what choice are you making? Are you trying to bring more evil tendencies to yourself? Or are you doing whatever you can to stay away from the evils of this world? And of course, if you free yourself from these evil inclinations, then you will attain success. And if on the contrary, you suppress the good and promote evil, you will be met with disappointment and failures. Let us not be of those of the people of the past. This example is given of Thamud. And let us stay away from the evils and the traps of shaitan. Ameen. May Allah guide us and keep us on the straight path. Ameen. That brings us to the end of this surah. The next surah is Surah Al-Layl, which is the night. Verse number one. By the night when it covers it, and by the day when it appears, and by he who created the male and female. Indeed, your efforts are diverse. As for he who gives and fears Allah and believes in the best reward, we will ease him toward ease. But as for he who withholds and considers himself free of need and denies the best reward, we will ease him toward difficulty. Notice the two differences there. So we are reminded in this surah that for good people, Allah will facilitate an easy way and for the wicked, a hard way. What benefit is your wealth going to be if you are just spending it on yourself, acknowledging good as good. The second way is one who is at loss, who is bankrupt. They lack the care of Allah's pleasure or displeasure. So what can anyone expect if they go down a path of evil? They will be met with evil. But if you go down a path of good, then of course you will receive good. Use your intellect and choose the right path, which is the good path. And that brings us to the end of this surah. So the next one up is chapter 93, Surah Ad-Duha. Now this is a beautiful surah and a great reminder to all of us, especially when it was revealed at the time of when Prophet Muhammad was in a state of anxiety and he was stressed out with the suspension of revelation. Prophet is reassured, your Rabb, has not at all forsaken you, nor is he displeased with you. Let's go through some of the verses, inshallah. Verse number one, by the morning brightness, and by the night when it covers with darkness. Your Lord has not taken leave of you, O Muhammad wasallam, nor has he detested you, and the hereafter is better for you than the first life. Whatever we are going through in this life, whatever hardships, afflictions, etc. Know that everything happens for a reason and most of the reasons will not come clear to us in this life. But we are reminded that the hereafter is better than this life, this temporary life that we are living. And as such, the hardships that we endure with patience are also temporary. Verse number 5 onwards, And your Lord is going to give you and you will be satisfied. So look at this beautiful message that Allah is sending to Prophet Muhammad wasallam. that whatever Allah will give to you, you will most definitely be satisfied. Did he not find you an orphan and give you refuge? And he found you lost and guided you. Just as we may lose our way in life, just as we may go through some afflictions, just know that it is Allah who will bring you back to the right path. And 
He knows what you are going through and he knows when you are at a loss and he will guide you and help you throughout those tribulations. And he found you poor and made you self-sufficient. So as for the orphan, do not oppress him. And as for the petitioner, do not repel him. And the last verse, but as for the favor of your Lord, report it. So the bounties of Allah, they are there for the taking. We may feel powerless, we may have lost all hope. Turn to this surah and it will give you that hope. Notice how it starts off the first and second verses by the morning brightness. So when you wake up in the morning and you feel that brightness through your blinds or when you open the door and you step out and start your day, that brightness that Allah provides for you, that in itself is giving you hope because it's a new day. It's giving you that understanding that you have been blessed with a new day. And we are reminded also that in our former years, when we were helpless, when we were babies, when we grew up as you know children into adulthood, all these different times when you needed food and water, etc. It is Allah who provided you with those means. So just as when you were helpless, didn't Allah help you? Didn't Allah provide provision for you? And in this in this surah, Prophet Muhammad is reminded that when you were an orphan, didn't Allah help you? And now he's being reminded that we should also help the orphans and the poor and the needy because it is like a reflection of what we may have been going through and just as we help others it is also helping us and that brings us to the end of this podcast join me next time as we embark on this journey through the quran assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh